0: welcome to the comics in motion podcast bonus episode so
1: i'm one of your co-hosts dave and i'm chris that's a bit strange you <laughs> to uh, me doing that Dave. but yes i'm chris phelps welcome <laughs> everyone
0: <laughs> so we just thought we'd do a really short episode just going through some of our highlights for 2018 and uh taking a look back and uh at the different highs and the different lows so chris we might come up with some others as we go through we haven't done this before but since we do have one year behind us be nice to just put a bookend on that and uh and then we can start off with the new year afresh so i thought we'd start off with uh first award for our favorite co-host moment so no pressure. So I'll, I'll go first. So yeah. I, I was thinking about this and I, have put many long minutes of thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one, uh, it's not really one moment, but I think part of my favorite, uh, moment is when I can get you to say, Dave, this is the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> which first appeared back in was it episode four i think with uh with nick fury no it was five wasn't it we did king yeah. of for four with nick fury followed up by generation x followed up i think was it weird science <laughs> <And then laughs> howard the duck and then um fantastic four was the last one wasn't it Yes. So just yeah. over 50 episodes. So roughly every every 10 episodes, we've managed to get that catchphrase out of you. But I think if I was to do a single moment, it was when we started playing about with the iTunes reviews or the Apple Podcasts reviews. <laughs> and it's not so much you put on the full-on Christian Bale Batman voice for the review. It was just after that where you admitted that you'd been sat on your back step Trying practicing it <laughs> and trying out all these different apps, and I just was thinking of you just and what your neighbors would be thinking about you just practicing uh, this bad man voice. <laughs> 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 so I think that was it for me.
1: Yeah, very good, very good. Um, for me, obviously, uh, <laughs> in relation to yourself, it's the revelation that. On the quiet, Dave, you are a bit of a, an impressionist when it comes to the voices. Now, the one that always sticks in my head has got to be Superman 2. When you pulled out an almost Rene from Hello, Hello stroke, <laughs> that English copper who used to go a good morning. And you just it went with us for about three or four episodes afterwards, was there it started you know it's just like that, that that has stuck with me and i mentioned it the other week did in the podcast about even being the bumble people. that always sticks in my head it's an absolute classic now i've known you for what 12 13 years you know from when we were in the band i know obviously we we only sort of touched base properly again over the last say 18 months um speaking a lot you know on facebook we'd speak a lot but actually to get together and chat and stuff, but I never knew that you had this talent, Dave. I mean, it has far outdone anything I can impersonate, even, even the uh, Christian Bale one. I've got to say the Bane one was a good one as well, like you did. And, and then the, the, the actual um, review impressions you've done, I mean, they, they've been nothing short of extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite the word I'd use, but, but okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> brilliant absolutely brilliant
0: i was yeah i was watching a bit of harry potter as well over the christmas break and um yeah it's old mr dursley isn't it the, yeah. the the guy who does that it started <laughs> <laughs> have you watched it back since oh
1: yeah yeah i, I, mean, you... I watched it the other week yeah superman 2. <laughs>
0: I just wondered if you'd be able to keep a straight face for that. For it just that reminds moment. me that I mean
1: that guy's always like a comedy a bad guy anyway. He always has been a bit of a weird character in that film, but now it just reminds me of you all the time. <laughs> it
0: just, very good, very good.
1: Now I thought for the
0: next one, we'd do what we thought was the best new release movie. Yeah. So just purely going, there's been lots of stuff, but things that we've reviewed and actually gone through. So we did uh, Avengers Infinity War back in episode 11. We did Deadpool 2 back in uh, episode 16. We did Ant-Man and Wasp uh, episode 30. We did Venom. Episode 49 and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse episode was that 51. Yes, it was. Yeah. So Chris, I mean, what what would you
1: say was your was your highlight there? It it just stops with Avengers for me, Dave. It's got all the comic, other than you know, my love for Superman and Batman, but it's got all and so The Hulk. Obviously, he's not really in it, but he's in there. I just everything about that film. I wasn't sure what got it going into it, whether it would work having all these egos and actors on and everything else, and how the story arc could go. And the fact that obviously Thanos, even though it's Josh Brolin, was CGI and we'd seen with Stepping Wolf in Justice League, it was, it was terrible, but Thanos was just his own entity and believable as this all conquering god, as such. Um, and that, and an honorary mention, Dave, I'll be honest with you, like I say, an honorary mention, I think, uh, as a new film. Uh, it was probably Bumblebee, a couple of weeks, you know, the last episode. I know it's an extension of the Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I missed that and, one, didn't I? Yeah, yeah I think Bumblebee uh, trumps all, if I'm honest. But can I, I don't know whether you, you, you're going to allow me to do this, but can I be honest with you, Dave? Avengers is my best film of the year, but there's another film that's coming to the fray, which I think's just as good, but it's not something that we would review. Oh, um, right. on. I absolutely love A Star Is Born, Dave. With Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, it's, it's a chick flick, isn't it? Oh, Dave, it's it's phenomenal. <laughs> it may end the podcast here, but it's a phenomenal film. Honestly, it's a remake of like two or three versions of it. Chris Christopherson, mm-hmm. one of the yeah, seven yeah, man, yeah. As I mentioned. Um, Judy Garland did one in the 50s. Dave, it's fantastic. And the the, the actual soundtrack is amazing. And he sings all his own stuff, Bradley Cooper. But Lady Gaga, I've never liked her or paid much attention. She's very self-centered and all that. But what a film. But I think that, for, for various other reasons, is as good as The Avengers. And that's controversial, I'm sorry.
0: Wow. So I I do want to see that. I I can wait though until it comes out on mm. probably not even DVD, probably streaming on Netflix or something. But yeah. um yeah, dad didn't realize you raised it quite so highly. You you'd mentioned it a few episodes ago, but um yeah, putting it on par with that Avengers. Uh, Cuz I think for me as well it's it's got to be the Avengers. Um it defies logic how you can get all those not just all the actors and characters together, but the tones of all of the different movies wasn't the same either. Yeah. You know, and I know Chris Hemsworth had said that, you know, he felt it was a backwards step for Thor, you know, after what they'd done with Thor Ragnarok, they'd really kind of played up the comedy side of it. But I, th- I thought he still got his comedy moments in there. Um, and I, I just thought they brought it together brilliantly. And, um, yeah, I, I thought that was the best movie. It was the one real comic book event type movie I think we've seen to date. Um
1: so yeah, that that was the top one for me. Yeah, good stuff. Now uh next category, Dave, is best retro movie. Now obviously we've we have reviewed a lot and we've reviewed a lot of rubbish as well, as we've <laughs> we've said, but what would you go back in time with anything we've reviewed and say was the best? retro movie
0: and i should point out we're not we're not being ironic with this as well genuinely what is the best movie so what have we looked at that stood up better than we than we had thought so we'll talk about some of the worst later on (laughs) um but you know what it's gotta be dark night for me Ah, so and and that's not a surprise of you know it's it's well-known You know, one of the best comic movies that's out, comic book movies that's out there. But I just think for a lot of the things that we've looked back on, you know, and we've had all this nostalgia around you, you don't remember it perfectly. And so when you when you're watching it again for a with the intention of reviewing it, you look at it slightly differently. And so quite a lot of the films that we've done haven't really stood up to a lot of the scrutiny. Uh, But I just thought Dark Knight really did and uh, yeah for me absolutely stands up and it it just it doesn't get any worse it it just gets better every time i watch it
1: good call good call um obviously i give it an atlantis dave you did uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) controversially i'll get the words out um for me dave it's only one film if it's a retro film and it's one of my favorite superhero films of all time I'm teeing you up for this, Dave. If you know me well, you know what I'm going to say.
0: Well, we toyed with the idea of doing Die Hard and Rocky, but we didn't do them. So what did we do? It's not weird science, I know that. No, no. (laughs)
1: It's my favourite. Oh,
0: Superman 2, isn't it?
1: Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I could watch that on a loop week by week that film i love it i love the music i love the redemption with superman the fact that he gets beat up and comes back and the, i love all that in films i love the comeback of the hero being tarnished and having to you know and, and that's i think we've never reviewed it and we will be reviewing it and we're going to get um jamie on uh, obviously uh jamie solis uh the friend of the show, she's going to come on. But when we do the Dark Knight Rises, that's why I love the Dark Knight Rises because there's that redemption with Batman where he's got to search his inner soul to come back. And I just love that format in films. So it's always going to be Superman 2.
0: Yeah. And that did, have,
1: I mean, it was good.
0: I, I can't separate the nostalgia for me personally. I can't separate the nostalgia from and just watch it as a movie because, again, it's it's got some pretty awful bits. I remember that they're supposed to be in uh, Houston, aren't they? Houston, Texas. And you got the little boy shouting out. It's like, please, sir. <laughs> <You> know, little <laughs> Oliver with the most British accent you've ever heard. Um, so, yeah, there's some pretty funny bits in that. But I tell you what, going back to those, all of those Christopher Reeve movies, you know, Superman 1 through to 3, I think we and, and we'll do four with, with Mike Lee Graham as well, won't we, at yeah. some point soon. Um it, it's just how Christopher Reeve for me is Superman and it, he just nails the Clark Kent part of the persona as well as yeah. the Superman one and, and I know I've said it before, but you know, Henry Cavill as as good as he is as Superman, as Superman, he just he just doesn't do it Clark Kent wise for me. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone else do it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I do. Um, next category, Dave, your best TV show?
0: Yeah, so we didn't do quite as many TV shows, did we? We did Daredevil. Uh, we did Daredevil Series 1, and we did Daredevil Series 3. Uh, need to go back and clean up and do uh, the second one. We did Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, we did... We actually, I, we did the first half of Cloak and Dagger, but just didn't have the will, I don't think, to do the second half. <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to be top somehow. Uh, I think that was it for TV this year. Mm, mm. So what What do you reckon to that?
1: You know, it's these, I, I've got to give an honorary mention to the Cobra Kai, Dave, uh, without doubt. A revelation of a series. I was bigging it up to you. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I know they've just finished post production on series two, so that'll be coming later on this year. But Dave, Daredevil series three. I think it even trumped the first series for me. Absolutely amazing. That's without doubt head and shoulders above anything that I've watched on TV. Even with what we've reviewed and what I've actually watched, you know, in my own spare time. I just love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. I think I'd have to go the same. And and I was thinking the same. I think biggest surprise tv show of the year that that was great and i i had no idea about it until you mentioned to me uh it was cobra kai and i I can't wait for that second series as well but uh yeah series three of daredevil was was brilliant for me and i did spot on twitter so matt from jasper reviews had um had bought born again um which is you know a lot of the a lot of the beats were taken out of Born Again to put into series three and he's he's never read it so I need to follow up with him and, and see how he got on with that because I, I don't know anyone else who's watched the series first and then you know gone back and read the book. Yeah. Most you know everyone else I know has, has read the book and then you know watched the TV series. But yeah, no absolutely brilliant and you know again I fingers crossed let's hope there is some future for that charlie cox daredevil no good stuff
1: good stuff now what about best character dave
0: you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to the same well so in terms of best character so this is a bit nebulous isn't it so it could be best new character just villain hero whatever and maybe next year we'll we'll refine this a bit i'm gonna say thanos now with the way that the MCU teased him, it was getting a bit laborious, you know, it's just, uh, he, cause he turned up at the end in the end credits of, uh, the first Avengers movie, didn't he? Yeah. And then he kept showing up in other different end credits and it's like, Oh, for God's sake, just <laughs> enough with the Thanos already. But I think the reason I think Thanos is because in the comics, he's pretty much a, a two dimensional villain, really. You know, he, he's not, um, there's no empathy with him. You know, he's not doing it for a particular cause. He's just a maniacal villain. And I thought they did a brilliant job of making him the hero of his own story, you know, in the in that Infinity War program. And the way, you know, you can see Josh Brolin's face in Thanos and, you know, all his facial movements and everything. I I just thought it was brilliant. So for me, best character of this year is Thanos. How about for... yourself, Chris.
1: Um <clears throat> well I, I can't have the same guy knowing what the next two categories are, I would ra- I would have the same person, but I'm not gonna do that. I think for best character, as in for carrying a film, just basically ruining a film, but in a great way there's only one character and one man for me he was fantastic. And I think the second one was better than the first, and that is Deadpool. With I just absolutely love Ryan Reynolds. I love the breaking the fourth wall down. I love the the in jokes, the snipes at Hugh Jackman and Wolverine, the 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 way it just it, there's just no boundaries with the character. And I think it's so well made and directed and the jokes are just enough not to be too much. And I just love Deadpool, Dave. So for me, the best character is Deadpool because he carries them films. You know, uh, I just really do after what we've we've actually reviewed. For me, he's the best one.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he is brilliant. And I did see, I think the, um, so the remake, so we never got around to looking at Once Upon a, a Deadpool, did we? No. We never got around to, to seeing it. The cinema, was, it was literally on for a day and then it was, it was pulled off, so to speak. Um, but they, they've released it on DVD, I think. And I'm just not sure I can bring myself to buy it yeah. because it's like, well, I know it's only going to be marginally. I know it's basically Deadpool 2 with a few extra scenes. And I, I'm not that much of a, not with DVDs anymore. I'm not that much of a completionist, so I do want to see it, but I don't. I don't want to fork out again. Yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll see. Maybe hopefully it will show up on there. I don't know, one of the streaming services or something.
1: Yeah, I think it will. I think it will. I, I, interesting to watch. Now I think we're gonna to have to watch it, even if we don't review it. Just to what we thought, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah, good stuff. <laughs>
0: Now I mean we don't uh, we hadn't put down a best hero, but we've said a number of times, haven't we, one of our own dis not discoveries, but it just really it rams the home point rams the home point it rams the point home when we watch these movies that you know a story is only as, ever as good as it's spilling yeah, so I thought you know, looking at new movies, old movies you know of. All the movies that we've reviewed, you know, what do we think is the best villain that that we've had? So, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, and I think you know where I'm going. I was going to name this character as the best character I'd seen last or we reviewed and I enjoyed, but for the best villain, Dave, uh, definite uh, mention to Thanos. Great, I wasn't you know what to expect. I mentioned it before, as I said, the Avengers totally took me. Off guard, and Josh Brolin's brilliant without a doubt. It's making me want you know, end game to come even sooner. But he's got to be Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin, the best bad guy I think I've ever seen in a superhero film or TV show without doubt. Fantastic, and he makes that is why Daredevil series one and three, uh, head and shoulders above anything else that the Marvel Netflix series has done, and that includes series two. Of, of um, Daredevil because he is in it. He's not in series two, and it makes for a big difference in, in the actual quality of what you see on the screen. And it's just fantastic.
0: You've thrown me there. I thought you were going to say Viper from Nick Fury, Agent of Shield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave. She she was really good, but she was dressed as a. Um, like she, she charged money for certain things, but um, <laughs> <laughs> for services rendered. I, I enjoyed her performance, but what was her acting anyway?
0: She was a lovely lady.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I,
0: um, well, again, I've said about Thanos, so I'm not going to choose him again. What was interesting was it it was very similar, just on a smaller scale, was Valentine's plan, wasn't it, in uh Kingsman's Secret Service that we yeah. looked at back in episode four. So he he was trying to do the same thing, as essentially, you know, cull part of the population of the earth, and then, you know, that'll save the planet, and then, you know, people can live longer. So it was a very similar plan. How's I'm kind of, I am thinking, you know, honourable mention to General Zod. Uh, again, it's it, how well does it stand up? I mean, his little coup was to go in and snap a red crystal, which uh, I still think was a bit harsh to send him off to the Phantom Zone just for that. <laughs> but I'm going to have to come back again. The reason I chose Dark Knight as the best sort of retro review movie that we've done it's all about Heath Ledger's performance. And so for me, of all the movies that we've looked at, I still think his portrayal of the Joker is just up there on a pedestal for me. And so, yeah, he's the best villain of the year for me.
1: Good stuff, Dave. Very good. So that's, that's actually, I didn't even think about that, to be honest, because i have absolutely always uh, queuing over the Kingpin art. But yeah, good choice. Very good choice. Now, yep. Dave, we've gone through the best. We've got a couple of categories for the worst. Now, the first one we've got today is the worst movie you've seen this year that we've reviewed.
0: Do you want me to go again? Okay. (laughs) 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 Well, now I've given a Phantom Zone to four different things this year. So I've given it to Generation X. I've given it to Hulk versus Thor, the animated uh, feature. I've given it to Man of Steel, which I know still irks you a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And I've given it to Howard the Duck. Um, Notable absence, obviously, being the the previously unreleased Fantastic Four movie. Um, But I, I said why I enjoyed that, and that went to Hell's Kitchen for me. Out of that little lot, I have to say it was Howard the Duck um i thought the tone of and writing of the movie was just so off you know and it it was intended to be a kind of a family movie but there was just so much uh so much adult that was in it <laughs> it was just it was just awful and and again there was no real there was no good villain in that for sure so yeah the worst thing uh, that doesn't stand up to my nostalgic memory is Howard the Duck for me. Yeah. How about yourself, Chris.
1: Um. There's been plenty. The old, as you mentioned before, <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, um, I think you've done something that I never thought you could do. And the challenge is brilliant. I've got to give, you know, I doff my cap to you, Dave, because absolutely brilliant. Somebody's trash that you've made me watch this, uh, this last year. um, I think there's been some awful, so Generation X, Nick Fury. Now, now that we're 50 episodes in doesn't seem like a bad film, actually. But at the time I thought he was absolutely atrocious, but, I think it was close between Howard the Duck and this film. And this is the last piece of trash that we watched and reviewed. And that is the Fantastic Four. I never thought you'd outdo me with Howard the Duck. (laughs) Boy, did you outdo me with Howard the Duck. I did feel an honourable mention as well. If you watch the film fantastic four obviously it's available on netflix and 99 uh, on youtube 1994 you watch it you will be like that is the worst thing i've ever seen but please watch afterwards the documentary on amazon prime regarding that which you got me onto, dave because you actually come out of it feeling really sorry for the actors and actresses because yeah. they're absolutely played and it's absolute disgusting what they did but that being said, the fact that Ben um, Griffith is it Ben Griffiths is is uh, not what's it called but what's it called Ben the thing Ben Grim Ben Grim Ben Grimm. Ben Grim <laughs> yeah, yeah. goes the guy who plays him he's obviously six foot four but when he turns into the thing he shrinks to about five foot eight which makes no sense whatsoever um, and I just think that is the worst thing I've seen but that's also going off a really bad budget because it was a B movie company that made it but you don't see this until you research it so to watch it and just put someone in front of your tv and play it i literally reckon that 99 percent of people will say that it's absolutely awful so i'm going with that one very good
0: very good now the next one we've got is worst character so if all these movies tv shows that we've looked at who really just doesn't sit right with either the story or just it just jars with you who who's that going to be for you chris
1: uh there's some proper honorable mentions dave i'm looking at the list of stuff that we reviewed and there's some pure trash um on this but i think i'm going to go back to episode eight generation x and jeremy Ratchford, um who played banshee had probably quite literally the worst Irish accent I have ever heard (laughs) uh, in my life. And this is coming from someone who's got my grandfather um, who's still with us. He's from Belfast. So he's from Northern Ireland and, you know, various friends over the years and, I genuinely have not heard a worse accent. Yours came close to the French one, Dave, but this one is (laughs) utter trash. And if you can get onto YouTube and put Generation X in, and you'll come up, the whole film's on there. Just listen to his accent. It's absolutely appalling. So Jeremy Ratchford, Banshee.
0: Very good. I think for me, I'm going to go to our episode 42, and I'm going to call out The Violator that we uh, reviewed in Spawn.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, good call. Yeah,
0: so again, you take him, that silly clown (laughs) dressed up as a cheerleader, (laughs) you take him out of the story, or or just the ridiculousness of him out of the story, and you maybe put someone a bit more uh, grounded. I, I think it makes for a better movie, and I just thought his character just... I remember when it came out, it, it didn't sit right with me then. It certainly on um, rewatching it years back later, it, it just doesn't stand up at all. So so the violator from Spawn gets it for me.
1: You know what, Dave, that's a great call, and I'll be honest with you, I forgot about that. But I'll stick with Banshee. I think Violator comes a close second. And I think that's pu- for just pure vileness and horrible, oh, horrible character. But yeah, great, great shout, Dave.
0: <laughs> I do um, remember Banshee, but it, where the kids are like messing about. They were playing, you know, a bit of football, weren't they? Yeah. And oh, then he just uses his powers, you know, <laughs> his supersonic scream <laughs> to, to separate them. And then he... he does the old blowing on his fingers, you know, as if they're guns.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's terrible. Don't, absolutely don't, awful. It's like, don't be doing that now. Yeah. Like, what? It sounds like a, a tinker on a chipboard, don't he? On a, 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 a well, I don't think Europe.
0: you can say that.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds that. He sounds like a traveller, Dave, as he would say in the UK. He's, he's just really bad, really bad. Oh, it, just, it
0: just sounds like someone trying to do an awful... Irish accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but getting paid for it. That's the problem. He gets paid for that accent. That's that's even worse. But no, very good, Dave. Very good. Now the final award is the it's a man after mine and your heart, who is so close to us, is the legend that came about in episode four, Dave. I believe. Um is oh sorry, yeah. episode five. Episode sorry. Five, yeah. I stand corrected. Episode five. It is the Hoff Award for the Hammy acting. Now this is going to become a yearly award for myself and Dave of the people that we've watched. So, Dave, who is your first Hoff Award winner? Well, I think we've we've
0: gone a bit ahead because we we've called the award. But I actually I'm looking up and down the list and I just can't see past the Hoff himself <laughs> because you know again. And, and obviously next year we'll we'll have to choose someone else. But him in Nick Fury was just pure Hammy wonderfulness. <laughs> it's just, and again, I I've never been I haven't been able to find a clip of it. <clears throat> but where he. Um, He's doing like a secret code exchange, you know, where one secret agent says something cryptic and then the other secret agent says something cryptic back and that's how they know, you know, they they're speaking to the right person. And then he just says something something else that's completely off the wall. <laughs> She's like, I, I don't understand that. It's just like, I just felt like saying it. <laughs> just." just. It's just brilliantly Hoff. And um, so yeah, it, it's got to go to the Hoff himself, hasn't it? Surely. Very good. Are we doing one award each? Or are we doing one? Yeah, let's do one each.
1: So, yeah, I I I I think you've made a very good case for the Hoff there, Dave. And I, I still love the facts that when that uh English guy, uh, I can't remember his name, he he Pierce? comes Piers comes yeah, yeah, yeah. to the cave when it says Keep out, like it's, an he's episode, like it's on a on the wall, yeah. Like it's an episode <laughs> of the Beano or something. a gets get out, you know. Uh, it was just pathetic that they'd actually put that sign up, and then the Hoff is just randomly hitting the wall with a pickaxe, but he's not getting anywhere, and it just made no sense. Then Pierce ran off down the thing, and he's he's got his cigar in his mouth. The next minute, he's driving the plane. I was like, so after five years of not being in service, they're going to let him fly a plane with his suit. And I was just like, this is terrible. But like you say, the Hoff played it for what it was. uh, Very good one, Dave. Very good one. But for me, I've got to call out episode eight again. And an actor by the name of Matt Freuer. And his portrayal of the Doctor in Generation X is without doubt the biggest Jim Carrey rip-off I have ever seen, ever. And he, he forgave, he gives no Fs the fact that he's just ripping Jim Carrey off, who at this point in 1996 was at the height of his success with the mask, Ace Ventura. Um He's an absolute travesty, but he doesn't just play Jim Carrey. He hams it up like he's doing it as a parody sort of comedy skit you'd see on, say, Saturday Night Live or something. Like, there was a skit they did about Jim Carrey where Jim Carrey was on Saturday Night Live a few years ago and all the actors and actresses dressed up as his characters as, like, the mask Ace Ventura. And it feels like that. It feels like he's been asked to, you know, portray him in a theatre production of Jim Carrey. It's absolutely... Just ham on toast, Dave, with extra ham on the side and a slice of bacon on top. It's terrible. So my Hoff Award is Matt Froyer.
0: <laughs> very good. Yeah, it was awful, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was very disturbing as well, wasn't it? But yeah, uh,
1: it's just bizarre. Yeah. I mean, Honorary mentions Tim Robbins in Weird Science. That was just cringe. Uh, uh,
0: Tim Robbins in Howard the Duck, actually.
1: Uh, Howard the Duck, sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. How did I do that weird sign? Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. Considering such a out such an accomplished actor he became afterwards, he definitely was just taking any work he could at that point in his career because he was a young lad. But he was yeah, really okay. yeah. And there's been more. There's been more, Dave. But that's the main one that stands out. Is Matt? He's fantastic.
0: Very good. Very good. Okay. Well, I think that was it. Any any others that you can think of?
1: So for me, Dave, one last award, which I'm just inventing on the fly, is for every episode we've done, from number one to 53, is the person who has the best laugh. And we've had some great guests. We've had some fantastic laughs. Me and you have openly, you know, crying, laughing at times, wiping tears away from my face and stuff like that. And, you know, we we know each other inside out. And Some of the guests have been fantastic. But, but always, one and all has got to be Mr. MLG, Mike Lee Graham, That man has got the most infectious laugh, and he actually laughs at some of my terrible corny jokes, which makes him so funny when you listen back to the podcast. It's so infectious because they're not that funny, but because he openly just belly laughs, it just gets me every time, Dave, and I just just think it's so good uh, and infectious. So, yeah, MLG for the best laugh of the year.
0: So, (laughs) and I'm not going to put an explicit tag, On this one, so I I will bleed myself out. But it did make me laugh on episode fifty, where you know he brought a bit of the comics knowledge, which which honestly I wasn't aware of at the time. He was talking about how Superman could hold together that big uh, ice sheet um, uh, by you know uh, what was it connecting all the molecules together or something like that. (laughs) And he just said, which is fucking bullshit
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i swear to you dave he, he teases us up absolutely like you're going off an edge of knowledge in front of knowledge and he just he does this, he just goes which well, is no he, has, he goes which well, is fucking ridiculous or whatever he's oh he's brilliant absolutely <laughs> brilliant yeah i'm with you on that dave it, it gets me every time listening to it it's such a funny episode yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you got any other awards you want to throw in there,
0: Dave? I think the uh, probably the uh, worst joke <laughs> while, <laughs> while we're on MLG. Because <laughs> <was laughs> in our, I guess, our pre-show bit, we were just trying to figure out, okay, so uh, who's going to introduce us to all that? I said, oh, I'll hang about. I, I know. Oh, yeah. I, I thought, you know, I've, I've got something here. Because we, we'd had Mike on with Mike... <laughs> uh garley hadn't garley. we yeah so because it because we had two mics we had to call mlg you know something else so mike lee graham and mike garley so we're like guys what what do we call you and so we said, oh we'll, we'll call ML- mlg so when we had mike lee graham on his own it was like well do we still call you mlg or or do we call you mike lee graham so uh so we're just like okay call you uh mike lee Graham. We'll go with that. So, you know, knocked on the record. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I was like, okay, the artist formerly known as MLG. <laughs> but because we'd gone through this whole back and forth about who's gonna introduce what, it inadvertently built this joke up to be something that it really wasn't. And the 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 pause you know, the old tumbleweed just <laughs> rolling across. <laughs> so yeah i think worst joke probably goes goes down to that one i think (laughs) Uh,
1: well the thing was with that though dave i i totally agree is it was like i think mike said at one point he
0: said was that the joke (laughs)
1: yeah But well, we've both done that, haven't we? we said something. And it's just absolutely died on its backside. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I know like they say, you've got to roll with, roll with the punches if you want to be a comedian. Very much Davey Brent. But, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. So, yeah, MLG, two awards there. And Dave, for, well, MLG gets the award, and you obviously get the award for the worst joke, Dave. So, very, very good. <laughs> very good. Okay, shall we wrap it up there? Let's go for it. So, Dave, thank you very much for this last year, mate. Great podcast. Loving it. I suppose it's the end of season one, really, Dave. I suppose you could call it season two of the, the podcast, couldn't you, in some respects, because we've turned the page, I suppose. We, we could, or we could just call it a new year. <laughs> Partly <laughs> joked out for next year, Dave. There you go. There's your joke. <laughs> but yeah, you you are correct. But no, thank you, mate. I've had a great time, and we we've we've grown the podcast so well. I just want to thank everybody who um has supported the podcast retweeted uh, listened critiqued whatever you've done we appreciate anybody listening and, and the reviews and the brit pod scene uh the bolt upon comics movement as well thank you so much guys because we, we if it wasn't for everyone out there listening and being invested in what we both do uh we, we wouldn't be at episode 53 at all and we love doing it so thank you
0: yeah absolutely just echo all of that so very good okay I'll see you again soon.
1: Take care.